Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 131 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the problem that this podcast um, solves is... There are amazing people out there who are called to serve as entrepreneurs and they are on the journey to do so, right? Journey of service, but they're dropping off the journey. And I'm so excited that I get to share with you my friend, Evans Putman. Um, and he is from the Infinite Impact Radio podcast. So I'm excited to get to introduce you guys Evans, welcome to the podcast, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to talk again. I feel like we just did this, but it was like three weeks ago, maybe. So <laughs> right before the title, the tidal wave of change had just not had not hit yet, but it was coming. So it's an interesting time. Right? Oh my gosh. And like you never know what's next, but being able to like to shift with the tides, this is the journey, right? Oh. So with that being said, this may be the very first time that someone who's watching or listening in may be getting to meet you. And um, in that vein, I was wondering if you could share with us, what exactly do you do, but what are the three things especially that you're known for? Could you tell us? Sure, definitely. Um, well, in the entrepreneurial world that we're in, the three biggest things that I'm known for is one, um, my previous business that I had was uh, a podcast of all things. I was a partner in a podcast and I'm known for growing that podcast to over 4 million listeners. Um, we were getting about, we were averaging about 150,000 listeners a month and then putting in a system in place to actually turn that into a money-making business where we went from zero dollars to over half a million dollars in digital course sales in about 12 months. So, um, and I was, you know, I had my, my partner was the host of the podcast. We were a B2B. We worked with real estate agents. It was very, it's funny because when I look back on it, it was very purpose driven because it was created for his specific purpose was to share the journey that he had as a real estate agent and being able to retire at around, I think like 46, but he had gone. And it's funny, you and I were talking about Tim Ferriss. He had gone from working nonstop and barely making a living to working only three and a half to four days a week max and became the number one agent in the world for two different companies doing that. And so he put his systems in place and it was all based around the fact that he wanted to, um, he wanted to spend more time with his family, with his daughters as they were growing up. And so that was the purpose of our podcast was to share with other agents strategies that they could use to do the same thing. So I was excited to get behind that and provide sort of the, I came on board as like the marketing guy, the marketing strategist guy. And I put together that whole strategy but grew that and turned it into a system where, you know, we were getting listeners coming into our podcast funnel. They were, we were getting the traffic. Then we were getting them on our list using a specific, very over delivering value first way of doing it. Um, where we over delivered on value, free value 
to capture that list, cultivate them into customers. And then they purchased our digital courses. And we also put together a membership program on the back end to help continue to grow their personal development wise. Um, and it was funny because we called it big profit agents. And a lot of people would see that and think, oh, dollar signs. But we actually said, you know, we measure, we don't measure our profits in the numbers in our bank account. We measure our profits in the freedom that we have to spend time with our family, our friends and live life the way we want to, to serve our purpose. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that was, that's number one, the one thing I was known for. And then the second thing was, and we'll get into that in a second, was actually leaving that business and starting to work with other purpose-driven entrepreneurs and helping them do the same thing with the podcast. Um, and this really, this whole change that we're going through now has given me a lot of clarity in that. And that's one thing I was discussing with you. I've pulled back a lot of things off the shelf and I'm actually crafting something so I can serve the purpose-driven entrepreneurs at a higher level to help, you know, get their message out because I, for one, the podcast is an amazing way to get your message out to your tribe, um, to connect with the people that you're meant to serve. But a lot of people, especially it's funny that you talk about dropping off the journey. A lot of podcasters drop and podcasting entrepreneurs drop off the journey because they don't know how to make money off of it. And they just see it almost as not an asset, but something that's causing them problems. It's just another headache in their business. So what I'm really focusing on now is, and I'm putting together a Facebook group that's going to be dedicated to giving free information to these people to show them the system that I put in place that turned ours into basically an automated traffic leads and sales machine to, you know, impact your tribe and make money and fulfill your mission. So, um, that's number two. And then, gosh, I don't even know. Number three, <laughs> what can we say for number three? Number three, I guess, host of Infinite Impact Radio podcast, where I get to interview awesome folks like yourself and share their stories. Um, so that was sort of like that, that leads into one, uh, uh, you know, part of my journey as well. But it's like, that's really the thing that really lights me up is when I get to meet other people and network. And that's one of the other positives of having a podcast as well for anybody listening that's on the entrepreneurial journey, because you build your network so that you don't have to go it alone. So you don't have to drop off and feel isolated. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, it's huge for me. I've met so many amazing people. And it's like the universe supplies them when I need to meet certain people. And I don't know who, I mean, so many, these are people that I didn't know. I had no idea who they were. They weren't in my network. They weren't in the networks of my networks. They were just sort of showing up and being the perfect fit for the kind of message that I was trying to deliver. So it's, um, you know, I, that's the one thing that I would say, just start, start getting clarity, start getting movement and get your message out, shine, you know, shine your message out to others so they can start hearing you no matter how you do it, whether it's through Facebook lives, through a podcast, through a YouTube channel, just start to do that because it's a huge part of your growth and a part of your journey. Mm, yay. I love it. This is, I just love being able to hear all three because it, it's so true, not understanding what it's like, um, 
as an entrepreneur, for some people, they'll look like, why are you doing so much stuff? Why you got podcasts over here and, and the emails and the, and the, <laughs> what are you doing? Right. Versus being able to have that clarity of there's a strategy here and I can serve people and this can fuel uh, the growth. It's not um, a liability, right? Being out and promoting and, and podcasting and sharing and gathering. It's a beautiful thing. Um, yes. And by the way, thank you for hosting me on your <laughs> was so much- I know, I look forward to it. It's not out yet, but I, here's the crazy thing is I just told you I sort of pulled back a little bit with the episodes because I'm actually redoing it a little bit where I'm going to interject myself in the podcast more um, while still interviewing people. But when I go live either next week or the following week, it's either I'm on that schedule of the 1st of May definitely you're you're actually scheduled to be the first one coming out of the whole corona late late layoff part so (laughs) i love it i look forward to it this is so good and actually that makes me curious because with all of the what you just shared what you're known for uh right and like this amazing you know podcast business before and then this like new podcast like what what was the point that you decided to go ahead and be like, you know what, I need to leave this one and I'm going to start my business. Like what, what were the events that happened there with, was there like an epiphany in particular that you had that said, okay, I'm going to do it. Like what happened? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was. And I can give like the exact, maybe not the exact moment, but the exact like couple of days that it happened over. And it may have been, um, you were probably there actually now that I think of it, but it occurred at funnel hacking live, um, in Orlando, Florida, which was now three events back, I believe. Yes. Three back. First time I'd ever been to one, my business partner and I had just started using click funnels, the marketing, um, funnel building software for those of you who are unfamiliar with funnel hacking live and that funnel hacking live is a big marketing event for everybody that uses that software and a lot of different marketers all get together. And, um, it's an amazing, I think it was a three or four day event, but while we were there, you know, I'd never really, I'd never even been to anything like this before. And I'm thinking like a lot of people think you're going to show up and it's been, I've been to events before you sit there, you got your notebook, you know, you're just writing, you're trying to keep from falling asleep halfway through the day. (laughs) And, um, it's never really inspiring. It's all just like education based or either sales based where everybody's trying to sell something to you. This was the exact opposite. And, um, you know, we went there with the intent of learning to grow our business at this point we had, you know, the system I put in place had helped us grow our listenership. Um, we started using click funnels and started learning. I started diving into dot-com secrets and expert secrets And we learned how to build, you know, we, that's where we got the idea for what we called our agent success toolbox, which is something I teach now, which is a total different way of doing um, lead capture than most people do. And, but we, you know, we had that in place. So we were starting to get emails. We were starting to build this great list, but we weren't selling. We couldn't figure out why we couldn't sell anything yet. So that's one of the reasons we went there. And that's where, 
while I was there, I learned a lot. I met a lot of amazing people and they were very helping and serving like, this is what you should do. You should do this and this. And we took a lot of that back and that's what helped us grow. So at this point we hadn't even hit the momentum of the half a million in sales. Um, but while I was sitting there from day one in that event, I started seeing people come on stage. And I think one of the first presenters besides Russell Brunson was um, Caitlin Pullen, Lady Boss. I can't remember her last name, but she came out. She started talking about impact and how she was changing lives. Then somebody else came out. I can't remember who was next. It might have been Natalie Hodson. She came out and spoke about impact and how being vulnerable and sharing yourself and how you could change other people's lives. And then I kept seeing this like pattern. And every time I saw it, I sort of felt like, you know, my hair stand up on my arms. As my daughter will say, the only place I have hair left. Um, for those of you watching, I don't have it on my head anymore. But um, I could feel and, and I just started getting this feeling that, okay, there's, you know, I'm, I'm helping my, my partner now, his vision to impact others and change their lives. And I was like, I felt really great about that. But I started seeing all these people come up and talk about that. And it kept getting me more and more inspired. It was almost like somebody was whispering in my ear. Now it's like, you need to go out and do that because with what, and at this point I didn't know how to do it. I just knew that I was feeling that calling to do it. So over the next year, I stayed with the business. We kept working. We were pushing hard. I mean, we got back from that event and we immediately started taking action, imperfect action for all of y'all out there. I mean, it's, I shared the story all the time about like how we went back and we were down underneath his house in his little podcast area where he recorded low ceiling, bad lighting, you know, iPhone on a little tiny thing. And we had a whiteboard and we mapped out like, um, some sales stuff, some sales videos for our funnel that we were putting together. So that's where we first learned to do the funnel. So we attached the funnel to our whole system with our podcast, with our lead gen, and then our funnel. And that's what got us momentum into making all that money. So we kept pushing, we kept hiring people to help us, started building a team. I was running that team, but this whole time we were doing it. We were also, we joined Russell Brunson's two comma club program his coaching program invested in that with our business and that my my partner was basically like you know I want you you just go learn everything you can learn you know and it was basically for me because all he wanted to do was host the podcast so I went and I learned got to meet all these people and I kept feeling this tug you know pulling me even though I was on this journey and we were getting all this momentum we were making you know we were starting to see sales come in all the time we were getting all these great testimonials people were telling us how how we were helping them change their lives how they'd gone from being workaholics to barely working but like tripling their income and so all these great things were happening but at the same time I kept feeling like I was distant getting distant from the mission all the time and so eventually it just came, I made the decision um, almost a year later. It was almost a year to the day when I left the business because I went to him on and Thanksgiving and explained to him sort of what was going on with me and how I really wanted to go. And the funny thing was, I was sort of like, you know, how am I going to make this? How am I going to have this conversation? I'm just stressed out about it. it you know, for those of us, I created all these scenarios of how it was going to go and none of them happened. 
obviously. And the best thing, he just, when I told him what I was thinking, what I needed to do, he just looked at me and he said, how can I help? And that was it. And I was like, okay, I just felt this like great relief come off. So I was like, okay, made the right decision. I stuck around another couple of months to sort of work with the team, to tighten things up, get the systems in place to make sure that they could keep going after I left. And, um, you know, we stay friends. We still talk. He's funny because he actually lives like probably about 25 minutes from me on the coast of South Carolina at the beach. He's like on an Island. I'm not quite on the Island yet. So I'm working my way towards it. <laughs> but, um, you know, and it, the cool thing is that they continued with the system we put in place. He was able to use that system with the team and they just kept going. They didn't, end of two years, I asked him, I said, did you ever hit the 200,000 download mark or the 200,000 listener mark on a month? And he was like, no, we never quite made it there. But everything you put in place kept us averaging over 150,000 every month, kept the revenue coming in. And then he actually was able to sell that podcast. Um, but that that's where, I mean, people always ask me like, you know, why would you leave when you're like, you finally got you know, we were pushing the boulder up the hill and we finally got to the peak and it was going down. And at that point, all I had to do was run behind it. <laughs> They're like, why would you leave then? And that's why, because at that event, it was just, it was something kept whispering, you know, you need to do this so that you can show other people, because if I can help him do it and impact his tribe, now I could take what I've learned from that and that whole journey and I can take it and I can spread it out to a hundred other people and just imagine how many people they can affect. Um, and that's where the whole infinite impact radio came from. And you and I were talking like my artwork cause it's got like the, the rock dropping in the water with the ripples. It's just the positive ripple. I was like, okay, here I have my little one ripple I was creating, but now I can create more and more and more and everybody that I can help can create this to go on infinitely. So that's where the whole infinite impact radio idea came from. I love it. This is amazing. Like Thank you. My cat seems to like it too. He's over here. George is like, oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep my cat out of the room or else he'll jump onto the camera. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this is so good because um, it's, it's, this wasn't you dropping out. This was actually you hearing the call like there's a difference between dropping mm -hmm. off of the the journey to serve which I, that's what i believe entrepreneurship is like this is the journey to serving like it's just serving as whoever we're called to serve everyone i believe has that like little voice piping up i think stephen pressfield um said that right in the war of art of that little voice inside piping up within you um, that calls you to like a greater future. And there's a difference between dropping out of the journey because you're giving up versus dropping out of one part to instead be more aligned with that inner calling that you're hearing. And mm -hmm. on your journey, Evans, I'm curious, did like, as you were developing your own business, like after, um, you know, you left, like, just, was there ever a point um, that you came to where you're like, you know what, maybe I 
shouldn't do, or I don't know if I can keep doing this. Maybe I need to stop, um, like doing the, in your in your own business. Because right now, um, there could be people watching or listening in who are on that journey, right, to serve others of of entrepreneurship, and it's getting tough, right? It's the it looks like this. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's a roller coaster, up and down and up and down, instead of just a smooth ride at this point, for whatever reason, whether they're watching it now during this, where at the time of streaming, this is like Corona time, um, or any point, like this is not the first time we've ever had some downs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But with that being said, have you ever had a like a point in the roller coaster where you're like, "Mm, I don't know if I should keep going, and if so. What did you tell yourself to, to continue on the path? I'm curious. Yeah, well, it, it's funny because a lot of it, one, one thing that I will tell everybody to, that I think that was a big um, help for me where I didn't feel like, I haven't felt too much of that pressure. Well, there's more than one, but one of the biggest things was is I, that when I left that business, And like you said, I didn't really just like leave immediate. It was like everything that I gathered and learned from that, I continued to bring forward. Um, And a lot of that serve first transformation came from meeting my business partner and helping him because he became almost like a mentor in some ways. Um, But what I did initially, because I started like on January one, it was like, okay, new year, let's start going. And I spent so much time not really forcing a business. I've spent more time working on myself, like spending time. I I developed a morning routine where I started meditating every day and did it for a year straight before I missed today. Um, But I, I wasn't doing that before. So I was spending instead of every morning getting up and like grabbing my phone and getting into reactive mode. And I know a lot of people say that, but it's so true that we do that. I started getting up, going outside, sitting, meditating, go for a walk. I would meditate. I would read something for 10 minutes. I would listen to um, like a 10 minute podcast of some sort, usually something spiritual related or either watch the Dalai Lama, you know, some of his videos, things like that. I did every morning and I read and it wasn't ever business related. It was just spiritual, conscious and personal related. Um, So that built a strong foundation for me and it helped me out. Then at that point, you know, as I moved along, there were always times, you know, and then I always have to remind myself it's always usually because I have, I expect, I have an expectation, right? So I had to remind myself, don't have expectations for something. Just know that you want to, you know, like you want to get here, but don't start expecting how everything's going to happen to get you there. Just have that expectation that you're going to get there, right? Not every step of the way. So it's the big picture always and being present in the moment and just going with things. So I think a lot of it has to really the foundation that I built um, kept me from sort of feeling that overwhelm and like, I just want to give up, you know, because like I tell myself, I, and I, I could, you know, you, you almost have to get rid of that safety comfort zone, that safety net, because if you know it's there, then there's no reason to go here. And that's sort of what that other, I could have stayed in that other place all the time and I never would have gotten here. 
Um, so, and you know, the other thing I would share with everybody too, that was huge for me was being a part of the coaching program that you and I have been in, um, because of the network. And it's not just because of the knowledge. I mean, the knowledge is easy to find, you know, information's everywhere. It was more of having that support and being able to talk to other people. And then actually starting the podcast for me was huge too, because I got to have conversations like this that always reminded me. And they always seemed to like be the conversation I was supposed to have at the right time when I needed to hear a specific message. Um, so all of that was really cool because it helped me from falling off of, you know, the journey that I was on, but just, you know, and I will say this too, I can't remember who told me this, but it's like, you know, give yourself grace if you do, you know, if you do have a rough week, you know, or you start to lose momentum or you just like, you get, cause I mean, there were so many times where I didn't have clarity, like, okay, do I want to do this or this or this, or this? <laughs> cause I'm sure, you know, and most people watching this, it's like, you know, I, I, I make fun of my dog when we go for walks as she chases every squirrel, but we do the same thing all the time because there's so many cool, Oh, I can now go do this or I could go do this or I could go. And we were doing that in our past business where it's like, okay, let's focus on doing, YouTube videos now let's focus. And then we finally said, let's just focus on the system that we have and do this first and make it work. And then we can start pulling in little other pieces. So um, I don't know if that answers the question or not, but it definitely, it's uh, there's some keys to focus on yourself, spend time for yourself, give yourself grace. If you don't have what you think is your perfect day and then, um, you know, have that network of support and that's going to help you if you do step off, I mean, who cares if you step off the path for a couple of days, you don't have to leave it forever. You can find yourself back on it really quickly. You know, it just takes the time to the time and the effort to remind yourself, you know, like, Hey, I just, maybe I needed those two days that I sort of went into a funk for a reason. Maybe it's reminding me um, just like I, I hurt my back a few weeks ago, right when this whole, coronavirus thing started and I threw my back out and I was like, you know, maybe I've been pushing myself too hard. And that was a reminder that I need to do that. So, um, yeah. So I don't know if that answers the question fully or not. I sort of went off a different journey on that answer. Oh, you went right where you're supposed to. <laughs> Absolutely. This is so beautiful because, um, having like the, the internal stability of, like that regular meditative practice of the non-work related, but instead spirit, who is an infinite source of energy, right? That wonderful, like plugging in practice of meditation, right? To have an internal source of stability and to have an external source of stability in the community, right? Having beautiful, loving, brilliant, present people, right, that that are with you on the journey. Like right before uh, uh, we hit live, we were just talking about how there's that um, old African proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. So it's that external locus of stability. Um, so there's that, that internal and external stability. But then on top of that, adding grace, right? Being kind to yourself, uh, usually is what I say is be kind to yourself, but having the ability to say, you know what, 
um, I'm not going to be in a funk because I'm a bad person. <laughs> like what you just said, Evans was like, uh, maybe I needed that funk for a reason. Right. Right. What, what was moving through that was such a beautiful thing to say. So I want you to know, brother, you are so on the right track. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, and it, it's funny because it, 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 we are in the, and I told you before we got on during this whole um, I don't know what made me do it, but at the beginning of April or whenever, you know, this really kicked into full gear, the whole Corona sort of like lockdown where my daughter had to come out of school and everything was different. Um, you know, I just got out my calendar and I basically until May, the I think it was May the 1st, I said no appointments. Um, so that's what I was explaining. I had some client work I've done, you know, with ones I already have, but I remember you and I talked, so I like made sure to get you on the calendar before. And so it's perfect timing because I feel myself sort of ramping back up. And this is like this discussion with yourself that I, you know, normally wouldn't have had booked during this time is really like, you know, the perfect sort of momentum builder. So, um, you know, but it's something told me just to take some of that time because as you and I were discussing, my daughter, she goes to a Montessori school. So her schedule, her teachers were not really ready for this sort of online thing. They didn't have a schedule. It wasn't until like right after Easter that they really sort of got it figured out. Like this is how we're going to do things. So, um, you know, it gave me some time to be closer with my family and to be there when they needed me and not be stuck like on a schedule or stuck, you know, tied to a job or stressed out because I lost, you know, a job, which I feel so bad for so many people that are going through that right now. And they're so fearful for, you know, what they're going through. But um, I think if, you know, if they can take the time in the moment, I was just having this discussion with my mom this morning, who's actually tattooed on my arm here. So, <laughs> um, She, you know, we had that discussion. I was like, I think, cause she was asking me, she was like, everybody just seems so angry and they're fighting. And I was like, well, a lot of it's just fear. And I said, unfortunately, so many people are still stuck in fear that they can't clear their minds enough to look and see. I have a lot of opportunities that I could go. I could start the journey on becoming an entrepreneur, chasing my passion. You know, what is that calling that I have? Like what I felt at funnel hacking live, but a lot of people can't get out of that grip that they're in and that sort of overloaded um, stress hormones and fear right now. So it's, um, it's just a crazy time, but I think we all just need to sort of sit back. And if you ever feel that pressure coming on, like I got to give up, I want to get off the journey. You know, one thing that's great is having something like a podcast or having those connections that you can just like send somebody a message that says, and say, hey, do you mind jumping on a call with me? Because um, I know I had a friend, a good friend of mine, Marty White, that was in the, the Two Comma Club coaching with us. We used to just get together on every Wednesday, and we would talk, and we did it. You know, we recorded them, and we were doing things, but at the same time, it was more about that connection and that having that person just to bounce that was going through the same journey as you. So I think that's really valuable stuff but yeah you're right I mean just give yourself some grace and some space and then um you know I can't remember what I, I read something yesterday or this morning that sort of set me straight like you know don't keep quit pushing when you should just sort of sit there the time will come you know you'll get to where you're supposed to get just trust 
trust it and have faith in it and don't keep trying to force and force and force. Um, Cause yesterday I, I realized I actually was trying to get something done and I sent it off to somebody in this morning when I woke up like overnight, I had these insights like, no, that was not really what you wanted. You're going to have to reach back out and be like, let's sort of work this, this, and this. Once I gave myself some space to let it come to me instead of pushing it. So um, yeah, grace, grace is very important, especially when you're an entrepreneur, because we all tend to have those sort of like, perfectionist and I got to get this done and I can do it. And those are all great qualities. You just sort of just have to learn to use them to your advantage. Then it's a learned skill. Trust. Yeah. Faith, grace, patience, being able to receive grace. Grace. It, um, I just got checked by one of my spirit guides. Grace is not a learned skill. The ability to receive and perceive grace is the learned skill. Um, that, that's a that's an excellent point because I did not I found one of the biggest problems I had was receiving yes. you know receiving the gifts that were coming to me and just feeling like you know being worthy enough of receiving that grace and giving myself grace so that I'm glad you brought that up because that's definitely that's a huge that was a huge change for me it was one of the biggest things that I had that happened during that time of self reflection was I can, I'm, I deserve all this stuff. I got to just learn to like receive it, you know, like say, thank you, go ahead, give it to me. I'll take it instead of like turning around and giving it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I think a lot of that, that's something that's huge for each of us for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We can um, have a bit of a hot potato reaction uh, to like, the good that's coming in, but being able to receive also lights you up so that you can give at another level. And with that in mind, Evans, I know that someone's watching right now or listening in and thinking, holy cow, this guy is a gem. Like, I want to know more. I want to be able to support or to get involved um, with what he's doing. Like, this is, this is who I've been waiting to hear, right? Um, and with that, like, I want to know, where do we get to go to celebrate you? Because I, I believe in connecting good people. I also believe that when good people make good money, more good happens in the world. So I want to make sure that um, whoever is under the sound of your voice uh, right now gets to be able to plug in. So, brother, where are we going to celebrate um. Well, I, I would say one, definitely come. I would love to have more people come check out the Infinite Impact Radio podcast so they can hear some of the amazing, like, inspirational stories of people like yourself and my other guests that I've had. Because I guarantee if you come to Infinite Impact Radio and start listening to those and hear, like, some of these stories of where people were and how their life changed, and many of them from in places that you couldn't imagine yourself ever being to like really successful. Now it's going to give you the inspiration to believe and have the faith that it can happen. So that was one of the main reasons I created that podcast. So I would definitely love if you would come check out infinite impact radio. And like I said, I'm getting ready to do sort of a new relaunch and in May. So I'll still be interviewing amazing entrepreneurs and if you think that you would like to be on there please definitely reach out to me whoever's listening um, and then I'll be sharing a little bit more of my journey and some of the things that I'm learning as well so there is number one 
Number two, I'm in the middle of creating a new Facebook group for um, anybody that's thinking that they have a message that they want to get out, they want to connect, they want to build their tribe and impact the world and make money while they're doing it um, with a simple system. I'm creating a new Facebook group for that and it hasn't launched yet as we speak. So for those of you listening now, the best thing to do would probably just come over to Facebook and look me up, Evans, E-V-A-N-S, Putman, Q-T-M-A-N, shoot me a friend request. Um, there's only two of us out there. One of them's my page, one of them's me. So <laughs> either way, you can't go wrong. But, you know, definitely I like it when people connect with me as a friend so we can just, you know, we can have a conversation and then I'll make sure that everybody knows how to get into that Facebook group as soon as it launches. So those are the two best ways to reach me as well. Perfect. I love it. So this is, this is so good. And I can't wait to like, I'm going to be in your Facebook group, brother. I can't wait to, to support. I look forward to it. It is like, you're the best. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming up on the podcast today, Evans. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, it re this really has been perfect timing. So I'm, I'm excited. It's got me, got me fired up for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. So. Right. All right. No coincidences. <laughs> so with that, I want to turn it over to our listeners and our viewers right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is the first time that you're listening to the Journeypreneur podcast, go ahead and make sure that on iTunes, you hit that subscribe button. While you're there, give us a five-star review because there's a little comment box underneath that. I love hearing your stories. This is uh, episode 131 with Evans Putman. Tell me in that box, what was the one biggest takeaway that you had hearing Evans' story and what, what blessed you, what inspired you to stay on your path? Um, and so... For, for those of you who want to connect more, make sure that you make you click into my funnel at getpaidtomeditate.com. I support entrepreneurs in being able to not only meditate, but also to get paid to meditate. I want to make sure that you're empowered, um, just like we were uh, talking about having the internal stability as well as the external stability to stay on your path. So you can check me out at getpaidtomeditate.com. With that being said, I end these podcasts the same way every time. Please enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye everyone. <laughs>